Jewish audio on Chabad.org. The Basics of Hasidus, Chapter 7, Section 5, The Primary Explanation, The Sustaining Utterance. The most significant step in internalizing that God is the only existence and heaven and earth exist in Bittel is the appreciation of two ideas taught by the Baal Shem Tov. Number one, the true substance of the world is the divine speech used to create it. And number two, creation is an ongoing dynamic, with God continuously creating anew something from nothing every moment. To elaborate, the Torah describes that God created heaven and earth by means of his speech. He spoke and there was light. He uttered the words, let there be a firmament, and the skies became. In the words of the Mishnah, the world was created with ten utterances. The Baal Shem Tov emphasized that this portrayal of speech is not arbitrary. Instead, God's ten utterances are the actual medium of creation. The words and letters of these utterances encapsulate the divine life force for existence. When they are issued by God, all of creation comes into being. The created world has tremendous detail and diversity. Yet, even the finest nuance of existence is created and vivified by these ten divine utterances. God's word remains forever, making tangible existence a constant manifestation of these eternal divine words and letters. Significantly, rather than the words of the Hebrew language simply reflecting an inner dimension of existence, Physical existence is the embodiment of these holy words and letters. In this context, language is more than random labels used to catalogue the world's diverse phenomena. Instead, existence is a reflection of the divine energy which animates it, making the Hebrew words used to create it the source of its being. Kabbalah explains that these letters of life undergo multiple combinations, substitutions, and transpositions, allowing for this single chapter of the Torah to include hidden references to every creation that exists. Thus, every existence is a manifestation of a specific combination of divine energy contained in the Torah's letters which shapes its particular character. The basis for the Baal Shem Tov's teachings is the Midrash on the verse of Tehillim, Forever, O God, your words stand firm in the heavens. The Midrash explains that your words refers to the words uttered by God during creation. Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters. The verse therefore indicates that these 
very words and letters stand firmly, forever, within the firmament of heaven, and are forever embodied within all the heavens to give them life. Created existence is entirely dependent upon the perpetual act of creation, because it has no substance aside from being the manifestation of the divine utterances. Every day and every single moment, God pumps divine creative energy into creation, creating it anew and giving it life. If God were to withdraw this creative energy for an instant, all existence would cease to exist. The Implication By publicizing this teaching of perpetual creation, the Baal Shem Tov brought new perspective to the reality of the world. God and his world now appear closer than previously considered, and the fact that God is constantly involved in creation highlights his interest in our world. Most relevant to the topic at hand, this idea drastically shifts the thought process in regards to Achdas Hashem. When one recognizes that existence cannot last a single moment without God's perpetual input, the world's sense of self becomes insubstantial. Existence cannot be viewed as a separate entity from God when it's merely a manifestation of divine energy. The need to know. As mentioned in the first chapter of this volume, there are two primary methods by which the divine truth can be realized, faith and reason. While faith is unequivocal, logic is more compelling. Faith is accepted while understanding draws the person in. To internalize Achdos Hashem so that it reshapes one's reality, faith can only accomplish so much. Wholehearted belief that God is continuously creating the world without being able to relate on an intellectual level would cause only a peripheral bittle. In contrast, intellectual reasoning can cement the truth of Achdos Hashem into the entirety of the psyche. Bittel becomes a way of life when it's internalized fully, when you know and take to heart. The Arguments for Perpetual Creation The intellectual pursuit of Achdos Hashem appears to be the primary purpose of the Alter Rebbe's authorship of Shar Hayichur Vehoemuna, the second part of Tanya. There, after prefacing the aforementioned teaching of the Baal Shem Tov regarding continuous creation, the Alter Rebbe presents its logical necessity. Delving into the basic definition of creation, yesh meayin, a formation of existence from absolute nothingness, the Alter Rebbe proves it impossible for creation not to be constant. The proposition of perpetual creation defies the basic perception of production as being a one-time event. Habitually, we are accustomed to having all types of goods being manufactured across the world, then shipped to consumers where they last for years to come without the intervention of the original craftsmen. 
one would consider a similar possibility in regard to the heaven and earth. Is it untenable that the world was made by God in the six days of creation and has simply lasted ever since? However, one must not compare human production to the handiwork of God. The common denominator of all human manufacturing is that some raw materials must be at the basis of the process. No invention is completely new. It must be a utilization of some substance within the created world. Regardless of the product or the process, all craftsmanship is yesh miesh, development from one form to another. This is inapplicable to God's creation of heaven and earth, which is yesh meayin, something from nothing. Only God exists without being created, while all of creation needed to be created from a total absence of being. It wasn't, and it came to be. Human production lacks true novelty. It need not be renewed because it never was truly new. However, creation yeshmiayin, something from nothing, is as novel and unforeseeable as could possibly be. Nothing was in the pipeline that would insinuate that this was to happen. It simply came from nowhere. Lacking internal stability, its inventor's constant intervention is required. It must constantly be renewed because its very phenomenon is new. Unnatural existence. A somewhat appropriate model to understanding Yeshmiayin is to ponder the process of something undergoing an unnatural change. Let us examine when an item is manipulated to act in a manner that it is inherently incapable of, or when it lacks the stability of going along with its nature and rather going against its nature. Two traits will be noticed. Number one, it operates on a moment-by-moment basis. And number two, the activity is not attributed to the item, rather to the inventor. An illustration. Throw a stone upwards and watch it climb through the air higher and higher. Ask yourself, is the stone flying? Yes. Is it a stone with flying capabilities? No, is the obvious reply. It's a stone that sits on the ground. Perhaps, when dislodged from its place, it is a stone that rolls and falls downwards, but surely it's not a flying stone. Confirming your expectations, the moment when the force of the throw dissipates, the stone begins to plummet downwards until it lands on the ground, its natural home. The movement introduced to the rock was against its nature, leaving the result unattributable unattributable to the rock. The stone was manipulated by your kinetic energy, but it itself cannot fly. The generated effect lasts a moment, but then its natural state resumes. Being that creation was from a total absence of being, yesh mayayin, the reality of the universe has no inherent ability to be. The world's natural state is to not exist. Every moment of its existence is a novelty and entirely dependent on the Creator's invention, intervention to continuously make it be. 
Perpetual creation need not be limited to non-rational belief, as its logical reasoning enables it to be well internalized. With this, Achdos Hashem can seep into the entirety of the person to cause an encompassing bittle. Now, ask a creation, is there anything that exists aside from God?